Okay, so uh, dear listeners of the C4Care podcast, today we have the honor to welcome Professor Katerina Vukojevic. Um, she is a distinguished scholar with numerous work experience uh, at the School of Medicine, University of Split, and also at the School of Medicine at University of Mostar. She is also an excellent researcher um, and also an excellent mentor by having a lot of doctoral students um, now in her career. Uh, dear Professor Vukojevic, dear Katerina, welcome to the C4Care podcast. Thank um, you, Sina. Hello to everybody who is listening and watching us. <laughs> uh, I hope that the audience will be as big as possible. Uh, I will start with my opening question. Uh, dear Professor Vukojevic, could you elaborate a bit on your personal previous experience regarding the elderly population in Croatia, or even if you wish more specifically in Split? Thank you. As a medical doctor, I have lots of experience working on different projects that are related uh, toward long-term uh, care and healthcare, but uh, never as uh, experience uh, with the patients directly. So uh, I'm doing lots of research that are related to age and age-related diseases. And uh, during that time, I learned a lot how we have certain needs in the Dalmatia County. Uh, each year we are having more and more of a population that is aging. And now we are facing lots of challenges uh, in order to overcome the gap of the institutions that we currently have on, on our area and what is the real need uh, of, of patients and populations living. In Split Dalmatia County, we also have lots of islands. You know that the Croatia have more than a thousand islands. And um, th this is particularly problem to have a healthcare system organized for such a distance places that are not that well connected with the uh, main uh, city of Split. And um, therefore, uh, in this project, we are also hoping uh, to learn more about the current state, but also to find some solution how to improve um, what is coming and facing us in the future. Thank you for an interesting answer. So uh, in your opinion, would you say that the healthcare and long-term care needs uh, especially for the elderly, are today adequately covered in Croatia, or do you see any specific gaps in this field? Um, as our status quo analysis uh, provides certain uh, answers, I would say that we have uh, lots of uh, area to improve. Therefore, uh, for sure, some of the things are very well uh, taken care of, but still uh, there are some gaps that need to be filled. And especially during this project, as it will be also focused on uh, taking the transnational strategies and action plans for the Adrian area, I hope uh, that uh, we will also provide some strategic documents on what is um, the focus and uh, what is the priority for this area. Okay, great, great insight. I'm sure that you're one of the best when it comes to giving insight for Croatia and healthcare. Um, if we move on, a bit more personal question related to your organization. Uh, you are the leader of project partner number four, so University of Split. Uh, would you briefly present your institution, your organization, 
maybe also in terms of the strengths that you have uh, related to healthcare and long-term care? Thank you. Um, uh, University of Split School of Medicine is part of University of Split, and usually our rector always say that we are the most prominent um, constituents of the University of Split um, due to many of research projects that we have, the, both European projects, but, but also domestic projects. And within this project, we also have lots of research projects that are related to the lifestyle medicine, um, aging and aging related disease. And therefore we have uh, some experience that we can offer uh, as a collaborators in this project. And um, the University of Split School of Medicine is always proud to um, be involved in, in lots of uh, projects that are facing challenges for elderly population. We also have Center for Sleep Medicine uh, and we are investigating sleep disorders. We have laboratories that are investigating cardiovascular diseases and uh, cancers which are uh, lots of uh, medical problems and issues that are facing the aging population here in Split Dalmatia County. Therefore, uh, we are uh, quite um, uh, strong in belief that we can really um, put some added value to this uh, project with our experience, experience of our laboratories and centers. Thank you for another detailed answer. Um, I would move on maybe to a topic that is uh, more oriented towards my research interests, so management and organization. And I would find it interesting from someone with more of a medical background uh, to hear your opinion. How do you feel about teamwork? Do you feel that it is important? And you as a manager, how did you approach on selecting team members that are now part of the C4Care project? Uh, th that is very important question because um, uh, recently we always uh, think that uh, one individual can make a difference, which is of course true, but uh, every successful manager have the right team. And um, this is something what I gained with my personal experience with the, working with the people, with students, with colleagues, and um, with the population that are living here in the area because we have also lots of projects that are involving community. Um, during this experience, you uh, kind of see uh, who uh, is a good team member, who like to work, who like to lead and who like to be lead and um, to put and organize the team in the manner that everything is done efficiently. Uh, so as I previously uh, had experience as um, principal investigators of uh, 10 projects that uh, successfully uh, finished, uh, I managed to, to find the, the fine tuning how to motivate people and uh, how to uh, embrace them with the idea of the project. That is the most important thing because people who are involved in the project, they, they need to have uh, this motivation and, and this um, urge uh, to, to be participating in the project. So uh, all, it's always about the good atmosphere in the team. And um, uh, I hope that, that I managed to succeed this and I have very excellent um, colleagues that are working uh, with this uh, team, uh, Professor Snežana Mardešić, uh, Josip Ramljak, Nikolina Vituri, and Danica uh, Matjaca, who is uh, part of, of this uh, team that are working uh, together with me on, on this project. 
Thank you also from the insight from the medical part of the world, I would say. Um, but still, obviously, when you are involved in a project, it's not only the positive things, but I would have to ask you, um, do you maybe see any important challenges on our future path? And now that it's almost a year that the C4Care project is functioning, how satisfied are you with everything up until today? We had experience in interact projects before, but not on this level. Uh, and uh, this is the first interact project that we needed to have English as a as the official language. And at the beginning, we find a little bit of a problem uh, communicating because uh, some of the team members uh, were not that proficient. In English, so so uh, at the very first beginning of the project, uh, we decided to replace them with the people uh, who are more prone to communicate uh, on English, um, and that challenge has been overcome so far. Um, then we had a problem uh, with this, uh, or or would say a challenge, with um, very strict timeline and the deadlines that needed to be met. Uh, and at the beginning, we were really struggling. Uh, to connect all the dots uh, with, with everybody. But um, for the last few months, I think we also overcome that challenge. And now we have more experience uh, in delivering uh, all the actions that, that uh, were agreed on, on the monthly meetings. So I cannot say that there will not be any challenges in the future. But uh, for now, I think we um, feel more confident uh, that, that we will overcome all the challenges. Okay, thank you. Uh, now I'll have to read something because I um, take, took a look at your excellent CV and there are a lot of positions that I think that are worth mentioning. So you're a professor of an anatomy, uh, head of the laboratory for early human development, development, wise dean of science, um, at Postgraduate Studies and International Cooperation, Vice Head of Department of Anatomy, Histology and Embryology, a Director of a Center of Translational, Translational Research in Biomedicine, which is all positions that are related to the University of Split. And you also have some similar positions at University of Mostar School of Medicine. So I would say that your field of expertise is mainly related to medicine. Um, so I would like to know um, how did you get involved in actual healthcare and more specifically even in long-term care and based on your background and also based on your research interests that are a bit different, at least from my understanding, was it a difficult transition towards these specific fields? Yes, uh, thank you for this question because it, it's quite complex, but uh, it can be uh, related with uh, my research area. As I start working with the um, basic medical sciences, I had lots of um, connections and collaborations with the colleagues from clinic because although they are working in the clinical research field, they also needed to have this translation between um, certain um, parameters that they discovered uh, they needed to prove them on the basic level. Uh, that's how I was start to be involved more in this long-term care 
and the patients because then we could establish database of patients with all their clinical characteristics, parameters. We can see how the disease um, is advancing or uh, what is happening with the patients, but also to incorporate all the basic tests that can be done in the laboratories on the basic medical science approach. And that gave me uh, the common uh, ground to understand the needs of the patient and what is important to do and to uh, connect the basic medical research with the clinical one, because that is providing um, one frame how to understand and how to approach to uh, long-term care for the patients uh, that are living here in the split Dalmatia County. And um, I tried with all the functions that I have in uh, uh, this institution at, at the University of Mostar to integrate all this knowledge and to open the door for my colleagues working with me uh, to have the, the same approach. Because uh, all this time we are always developing and learning new things, but also it is good to know that all of these can be really interconnected and that you cannot be good in clinical sciences if you don't know the basics of medicine and laboratory approach. And um, that is why we are now having this Center for Translational Research in Biomedicine that is connecting both of the passions uh, that, that I have in research. And um, still there is lots of uh, things to be improved, but I think we are on the good, um, good direction toward it. I'm really impressed by the number of new information that I managed to get just by reading your CV and also talking to you today. Um, so the next question would be that your past, present, and most probably also your future is also heavily related besides working on projects um, to research and teaching at the faculty. Uh, you mentioned briefly that this is maybe a bit more complex project than the previous ones and also in terms of English. But still, how would you explain maybe the main differences that are related to C4 care in comparison with other projects that you were an important part in the past? Yes, in, in this project, um, we really realized the complexity of administration uh, in the project. Uh, of all the deliverables that are not straightforward one work package to another, but that there are also many of interlinks. That was something what we didn't have uh, previous uh, experiences because uh, most of the projects that, that we uh, were leading so far were uh, quite straightforward from one work packages to another. Uh, that's why it was really difficult to, to connect uh, all the dots. But uh, now I, I think um, we all feel more uh, confident uh, that um, going through this project now almost a year um, in, in this project, that um, lots of experience that, that was gained would really be benefit uh, for a successful completion of, of this project. Um, we always try to... Um guideline or project towards uh, improving the well-being of the society and its members. Um, in your opinion, do you believe that we will be actually able to contribute something towards the society? And if, as an add-on to this question, when you were applying to this project as part of the consortium a couple of years ago, uh, 
what were your main expectations regarding the project and its outcomes? Um, always when we start a new project, we are always um, trying to, to figure out what will come next and what we uh, will learn uh, for, for, from this project. Um, one of the very important things that um, as a medical school, we always want to have this contact with the population that is living here to have social contacts with different institutions and uh, uh, improving the quality of life in general. And um, through this project, uh, we really find one of the opportunity to reach the community and to have um, a real contact with them. Because sometimes um, working in the medical school is, uh, is just working in the laboratory or just teaching with the students. So we really uh, see an opportunity with this project that we can uh, overcome these barriers and to be more involved uh, in the uh, community in this area of Split Dalmatia County. Um, that's why this was the most uh, prominent expectation that we would really connect to the society, but also um, to be able to um, translate all the knowledge and experience that we have and try to improve the existing situation especially in regards to long-term care and uh, health care for elderly living in Spidalmisha County. Thank you also for this answer. I would continue that you're also an excellent guest when it comes to the functioning of public organizations because you're continuously uh, collaborating with universities, ministries, and other similar organizations. And this project is heavily related towards practice. So providing suggestions to national stakeholders, um, writing a transnational strategy, also focusing on national and regional action plans. Um, so in your opinion, what do you believe is the most important thing when you are involved in this type of project that you have to give some concrete suggestions to public bodies? Um, that is excellent question, and um, I really see uh, this benefit uh, of our institution and all the networking that we have with different institutions uh, that are um, making the decision uh, in regard to uh, healthcare, healthcare system, and uh, long-term care. Um, we have uh, lots of communication with them on, on different projects um, that um, that are. Uh, involving the medical school. And um, I think that is one of the benefits that um, really people in the area, they have um, uh, in a way thinking that the medical school is the institution with the reference. We are uh, probably the only uh, institution in these uh, areas that they have accreditation and these accreditations are quite severe. So I think they, they are confident of um, knowledge and experience that, that we can provide to them. And these uh, networks that we have with institution around can really make this uh, project not be only on the paper, making some documents that will be uh, successfully um, uh, written, but also implemented in the real life. And I think that, that is something what uh, we can really provide uh, for, for this partnership 
that uh, people who are working in a different institution, they, they really uh, like uh, to have collaboration with the School of Medicine and we always have these uh, good experiences in any projects that uh, we had so far. Uh, therefore, I, I really believe that uh, networking um, that we have will be the most benefit for, for this collaboration. Great, thank you. Um, I would move now more towards a question that is specifically related to long-term care and care in the community in comparison with care in institutions um, so that we get also in, an insight from Croatia's perspective. Um, do you maybe believe that um, when we talk about care for the elderly within one's own community, so community care, this is already a viable alternative uh, in relation to caring institutions in Croatia? Uh, it will be uh, quite challenges uh, to uh, find the common ground because um, especially in this area where we are living, uh, having this uh, status quo analysis, we find uh, quite um, dispersive uh, situation in the rural areas, in the islands, um, the areas that are uh, remotely from the healthcare system and uh, some of the ICT solution that we found uh, as some of the best practice in European Union uh, could not be just easily translated in these rural areas and remote areas. Uh, therefore, we really need to find some common ground uh, to help the majority and um, to improve quality of life in the way that a lot of people in these remote areas will still have a good uh, healthcare system, good long-term care without being institutionalized in certain uh, areas or that they can uh, live more uh, in their own homes, uh, providing them a good quality of life. If I can extend that question, so from someone that is financing these services or providing them in practice, and on the other hand, from the users that are at the end, the most important one when it comes to long-term care, do you think that this is also something that is desirable for them? Yes, I would believe so, because um, sometimes when you don't know the alternatives, maybe you think this is tradition and we will keep uh, the thinking as a traditional way when somebody is old, going, uh, he's going to some uh, nursing home. But um, with this project, we really uh, try to raise awareness of all the possibilities that can be reached, and some of them not even with a huge financial uh, burden, but uh, to increase this quality. And I think um, uh, during this uh, project activities uh, that we will really make some difference. Thank you. Um, now, I think that we can move to a topic that is inevitable in today's times. So the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, which is responsible for quite some disruptive changes, uh, not only negative ones, but I would say that also related to telemedicine, telecare. Um, do you believe that this telemedicine will enhance in the future the levels that is used in practice? Um, and as a general remark, how would you describe the situation regarding telemedicine in Croatia? 
that is excellent question with this pandemic i think we just have uh, the fast forward to telemedicine that we have some some basic um, things but not um, uh, developed as we have now during pandemic lots of things were needed to be taken care of by telemedicine so um, maybe uh, one of the positive um, outcome of all this unfortunate uh, situation with the pandemic. Um, as Croatia have uh, lots of islands, the telemedicine from Ireland was developed before the pandemic and we had a good um, experience with telemedicine uh, on that way. But still, um, I think that uh, with this project and also with the thinking of a national strategies that are developed in this way, telemedicine uh, will be more and more prominent. And I hope that we will also uh, develop uh, these technological advances so that we can benefit for telemedicine. And that is one, one of the obstacles that we have so far with the remote areas, uh, distant areas that uh, lots of um, people, they don't even have internet. So um, we would really need to put some uh, interest how we can resolve these basics issues in order for, for telemedicine to be uh, much more uh, effectively used. Um, as a professor, as also a medical expert, if you would have a prediction for the future, how do you think uh, that the future development of telemedicine would look like? And if you believe that this is an integral uh, component of a successful future healthcare system? Uh, always the good alternative uh, is to have normal social contact with, with your doctor, but uh, with telemedicine, uh, certain medical issues can be resolved in just a few minutes. And um, uh, I think uh, that is what we need to pay attention to have good uh, quality making decision. Uh, strategies because um, we could then be in a problem. We cannot um, live in the area where we will say now there will be telemedicine and no contact with the doctor because that, that would uh, bring uh, another uh, problems to the equation. Um, I see the future that telemedicine will be more and more developed and uh, more and more protocols will be um, in, uh, in parallelly developed uh, so that uh, we really use this telemedicine when it's needed and um, uh, when it's more efficient than others. And uh, hopefully uh, this future will be very soon because uh, all of this uh, pandemic really fast forward that track. I think we will all look with an interest what the future will bring us. Um, then obviously as the population is aging in Europe, in Croatia, in Slovenia, we can talk about the mixture of different generations. So old people, older people, and the younger generations. Um, and unfortunately we can also say that in some cases there is also some stereotypes, discrimination of the elderly. But from the perspective of Croatia, do you believe that these uh, relationships between different generations are good? And in your opinion, maybe how, how would you suggest to even improve them further in the future? Uh, 
I think in Croatia, um, we have this situation that, that people um, in uh, families like to live together. So all three generations live at, at the same roof. So I think we don't uh, have and, and share uh, these uh, problems that are maybe facing more in the Western Europe. Um, therefore, I think uh, this uh, transition is, uh, is still here and um, um, the improvement of it, I am not sure that there is anything uh, to improve. We have uh, lots of uh, respect uh, in the different generations in the family, but all the things that, that might be interpreted as uh, probably not having enough respect are not that problem because these are just ordinarily daily situations. And um, uh, regarding that, I think uh, that could be one of the added value uh, that we still have this um, intergenerational uh, respect within uh, older and, uh, and younger people living at the same roof and um, uh, always this kind of uh, respect and a traditional way of thinking will for sure uh, be important for, for any projects and any uh, strategies that would really like to bring some focus of having uh, all the aging population really in their natural environment, in their homes, rather uh, than to be sent to some nursing home. It seems that a lot of countries, including Slovenia, I would say, could learn a lot from Croatia, uh, especially in that aspect. But still, uh, I would uh, extend my question. So from the long-term care perspective, obviously, uh, the younger generation of today is not thinking about 50, 60 years down the line. But I would say that national stakeholders should. So do you think that it is important also to include the wishes, the needs of the younger generation when envisioning a future long-term care sector or even a healthcare sector? For sure. And all the, the awareness activities that we have uh, during this project, we always address even uh, younger people that this is facing all of us. So uh, I think they, they are quite uh, aware of the situation, although uh, for sure the people who are making decisions in healthcare system are the one uh, that, that should really uh, take this into hands and, and really strongly think for everybody for even younger generation that are maybe not that aware that they are also facing these this problems in the year to come. I think that inevitably we are all getting older and it's something that we cannot say it's not part of our problem. So it's nice to see that you're already involving the younger generations also during this project. Um, I have another question in Slovenia, the focus uh, when it comes to healthcare, long-term care is primarily that we are able to provide our citizens um, healthcare and long-term care services through um, the public system. Uh, would you say that in Croatia, there is a similar situation or is it a bit different? I think it's quite similar. Um, maybe some of the infrastructure is better in Slovenia, but I think in Croatia it's also um, developing uh, each day. So I would say we, we are facing the, the similar situation. Uh, and if I can add, um, again, from your perspective, because it's really interesting because you're more medically oriented, 
uh, would you say that in the future healthcare long-term care services, can we expect a partial transition towards more private services or is it still something that will remain in essence in the public sector? I think in the future to come, we will have more and more private sector because as the uh, standard of living is increasing, the people will have uh, more financial resources to take care of their uh, health problems in, in private clinics. And uh, I think even, uh, even now it is starting, but in the future it will uh, be quite, quite increased. Um, for now, I only uh, bothered you with some serious questions as we are coming very near to the end of the podcast. I'm sure that at least everyone involved in the project would love to hear something more personal about Professor Katerina. Uh, so imagining that you have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of roles, I don't think that you have a lot of free time, but still do you have maybe any interesting hobbies, any interesting books that you would like to recommend to us? Uh, always when, when working uh, with, with passion and with heart, you don't have that much free time for yourself. But actually, uh, all this time that you have, I always try to uh, connect with something what I really like. And these are meeting people, preparing barbecue for them and uh, having the parties. Uh, but when I'm alone and have time to read something, uh, I uh, like to read all the books from Agatha Christie because I always, when I read them with certain um, distance, then I forgot uh, who was the main in charge of some murder investigation. And then I tried to figure out in advance um, when this happened and who is the, the right person to be blamed, uh, that, that kind of amused me. So this is what, what I um, read to relax myself a little bit. Uh, but uh, in, instead of that, I also like to, to walk and uh, to meet people. I'm sure that everyone listening will try to get an invitation to the barbecue and the party. So For maybe, sure. maybe it's an open invitation. Uh, not to keep you too long in our busy schedule, um, to conclude our conversation, I would just kindly ask you for maybe one or two uh, key takeaways regarding the CIPR care project from your perspective, uh, and also maybe some positive thoughts for everyone involved in the project to continue to work in such a manner also in the future. Thank you for this nice uh, conversation. And I really want uh, that everybody who is involved in this project uh, that uh, try to have in mind that this is really a project for all of us. The better we, we do it, the better um, frame uh, would be set for our future. And hopefully it will be nice and happy future where we will have good quality of life. And um, also um, something at the end, uh, I think that we will have good uh, friendship during this region and that we will learn from each other, uh, sharing our experience and uh, uh, advance something that we didn't know before we entered to this project. So I'm really uh, looking forward uh, how uh, this all will be set. Thank you Thank very you. much for your time. Uh, so for everyone listening today with us was Professor Katarina Vukojevic, 
leader of project partner number four, uh, University of Split School of Medicine. Thank you again. Thank you, Simon.